Here's the thing, though. He gets off easy. On Tuesdays, he goes to the mosque, and then now he's talking to his mom. I just, it's just not fair. We can't say anything. But then he comes and roasts us all the time. So, <laughs> I, I, you know, I feel like I feel like he's he's doing this on purpose because we're good people and we wouldn't call him out on this stuff, you know. <laughs> you know, I I do know, I do know, but I'm not gonna confirm nor deny it because he's got some good reasons, man. I know it's it's good reasons and they're valid and. It just it just frustrates me that I can't get mad because I'm such a good person, you know. No, as long as he uh, he he makes the offer us on on Tuesdays, I'll give him a pass. I I honestly don't know if he is. <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten sick if he oh, was. Man, oh, man, all is killing it. <laughs> no, he's he's not. He's got nothing on Kobe White though, man. Dude, Lonzo six for seven three pointers. He's uh, he's got that shot going. Dude, man, I, I got to give him respect, man. I, when he came in the league, yeah, he, he, had, a, he had a hideous shot. Pass it up. He, he made it work, man. He put the time in. You got to respect that. Yeah. But I'm exhausted right now. Yusuf, damn it, hurry up. It's Just call I, him. It's up. 9.30. I need to want to get to bed. Yo, while we wait for him, you guys mind if I eat? Do your thing, we man. Do whatever eat. you want, Ibrahim. Whatever. I- <laughs> Whatever you want. Guys, look who it is. Look who it is. The guy who can always be late and we can't say anything. <laughs> Did you tell her we were waiting for you? Huh? Like, mom, oh, I gotta like my you mom, dude, my mom called and then I was like, Yeah, you His know, mom- I was gonna call you after because I'm doing the podcast with Ubaid and Rahim and uh daniel his mom like, his mom actually oh, called yeah, to remind yeah, yeah. him of the podcast and he's like no 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 forget it <laughs> but she says salam to all you guys my bad man how you been man? i've been looking forward to this like all week like listening to the podcast with samra man you know and you guys talking about the nba and i'm not being able to chip in like my two cents not that anybody wants to hear it Oh man, that's Samer did really well, dude. I, I was impressed with Samer. Yeah. He, he yeah, killed Samer it. So. I, I, I can say, you know, um, the day that we didn't have Yusuf was probably our best podcast um, like ever. <laughs> I, dude, I concur, man. I, I can't. I can't. Yeah. We got the most viewers. We went we from got, seven to eight. Yeah, we got. We can't review again. Yeah. We got more people from New Zealand listening in. Apparently, they don't like you for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> they're like, Yusuf's not on. Our channel. <laughs> yeah. They're like, time to tune in. They're like, we were yeah. waiting for this moment. Yusuf, tell me, though, when you get that first real page, doesn't it feel good? Didn't it feel good? <laughs> okay, so so let me tell you something. It feels it feels good when you see the gross. <laughs> there you go. The facts. There you go, yep. And then- I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, I've had every single doctor I've ever talk to and i'm not saying newly grad but like the ones in their 40s they're like when you when you graduate you yeah. you are a liberal when you are working you are you become conservative dude absolutely man you you start 100%. contemplating things that dude you see how much they take out and you're like dang these democrats 100 <laughs> percent, you know bro and I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep that point in my in the podcast. I don't care what y'all say. I'm putting hey, that in there. No, no, no. Hey, I, I agree. You should. The world needs to hear it. 
for I'm all telling you. Back, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Can I say something? Don't have a job anymore. Wait, can I say something? We've quick? been canceled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to episode 22 of the Bench Mops Cubs podcast. Today we talk about a lot of things, but in particular, uh, Aaron Rodgers and how much Yusuf loves him. The uh, (laughs) (laughs) COVID-19 protocols in sports, but also throughout the United States and the world. Can, can we talk about how much ex- more respect I for uh, uh, the Joker after he pushed the uh, Markeith Morris? That was so yeah. cool. Yeah, can, yeah. Can, that, can that I give you my two cents on that? Yeah. No. Yeah, let's talk about that. That that actually really pissed me off because I, I saw the play and then uh, like everyone on Instagram that I saw was like, you know, going after the Joker saying that was a dirty play. But when I actually sat down, I looked at it, I watched the clip, the – the Nuggets were up by 21. It was a blowout. Right. Uh, you, you, the Joker was on a fast break. And Morris just kind of, you know, threw his body into him. And it doesn't look that bad. But you got to keep in mind, the Joker's like, like, I don't even know how much he weighs, but he's like 290 pounds. And for him to take a hit like that, that was a lot of force. And so, like, I don't blame the guy for getting upset and wanting to try to protect himself. Sure, I would have rather him not hit him in the back, but everyone was like, what I saw on social media, people just really felt like Morris was, you know, completely innocent. And I'm like, that he was in the wrong. One dirty shot, you know, you know, leads to another dirty shot. Joker took it a little too far, but it it wasn't all on the Joker, man. I, no, I, no, that, I that really bothered me, right? Because I've been in those situations before where you're not expecting it and someone takes a hit at you. And, you know, it, it's uncalled for, right? You could get injured, right? If he broke a rib, you know, he made contact with his knee. You know, you, we saw with Kawhi in the playoffs, uh, a small hit from, from, uh, from Ingles caused him to tear his ACL and lose a year. So, so people just, yeah. you know, it, I don't know. It really bothered me how everyone just kind of went after the Joker. No, I mean, I, I mean, agree. I, I just want to say, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I really lived vicariously through the Joker in that moment because that what Markeith Morris did is what Obeid always did to me. <laughs> uh, playing football, what's, basketball. What's, what's that? But I just wasn't I, big enough, I, you know? Uh, what what did I do shots, to you? Cheap, shot, cheap shots, pedigrees, sweet shit. And I'm just see, but, not big see, enough to defend myself. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's fair. I'm, but I, I didn't do it out of malice. <laughs> I did it because it was funny. <laughs> Yo, but Danielle, no, Matt, what, do Matt, you, what do you think, Danielle? Are you texting the other group? <laughs> I'm not texting. Um, he wants to know who's the Bulls' fourth best three-point three player. Point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I agree. I, I think it looked bad for the Joker initially, but I think, like you said, Joker's a bigger player, and he's pretty strong and big. So um, the he, hit he got that suspended more... for a game, too. Two games or so, two I games heard. Or one. Is it one oh. game? Is it one game? Yeah, one game. One but game, yeah. the thing is, I think the intent from Morris was uh, his intent is what I think he was put, uh, mad about, and I, I I don't blame the Joker. But I mean, he's got to be able to control himself. They were talking on the radio show. He gets frustrated really fast, even in the playoff games. Um, he when things aren't going his way, he gets really frustrated. So it's one thing and, to stand and, up and, for yourself, but it's also another to just be able to control that 
if that was a playoff game and, you know, you're going to be out for another game and you're basically hurting your team. So one thing right? to consider is that, you know, Nikola uh, jo- Joker. 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 It's easier. Joker. 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 Okay, fine. <laughs> he doesn't have a track record. Like he's always a pretty calm, cool, collected player. He doesn't have any of those anger issues or, or, or has a history of these types of like fouls and stuff. So, I mean, if he did something, that means that something must have happened that really got under his skin or he really thought it was bad, but also Matt, uh, shout out to his brothers who were calling yeah. out who are basically his height. Like they're seven feet, like monsters. You know what I mean? Like don't mess with Serbian dudes. They're yeah. dangerous folks. Don't <laughs> like if Markeef and, and, and Marcus Morris thinks they're hot stuff. Like you got nothing on those guys. No, no I know. sir. Oh, wait, did you see that? Uh, it was like a meme or something about uh, the Joker brothers versus the Morris <laughs> brothers at WrestleMania. Seriously, WrestleMania, no, dude. WrestleMania. <laughs> Let's have Vince McMahon make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> <laughs> but um, also, oh, man, I, I had a, I wanted to say something that was related to this. Oh, shoot. Yo, I, I got to, while you think about that, yo, yo, yeah. yo, uh, I love Jimmy but- Buckets. But what are your thoughts on when the hit occurred? He didn't say anything. But when there was like twenty people between him and I saw that. What are, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? I know, I know. I, listen, you know, I, I think we're all on the same page. I think I agree with Obey too. These guys are from Serbia. They're not to be messed with, you know. Uh, but Jimmy Buckets just saw that opportunity to be able to kind of, you know, chirp a little bit, uh, protected by a mass amount of people. So Sounds I don't like something think I would do hundred <laughs> percent. I would do. I love Jimmy though. I love yeah, yeah, yeah. He's my he guy. He's my guy. He's back. So, so, so I respect Jimmy Butler in that case, you know, cause I mean, ultimately I disagree with Morris's hit. I thought it was a cheap shot, but you know, you want players to defend their teammates. Did anyone um, defend uh Joker uh, like from his team when they were kind of going back and forth? I think they just kind of like pulled him away before things got, okay. you know. They, they knew the man didn't need protection. Yeah. yeah. That's also yeah. speed. Honestly, honestly like uh, the Joker looks like like a really tall version of the guy that greets me at Walmart. Like it's just he looks like <laughs> an average dude. Yeah, like, he yeah. He doesn't look I like know. a basketball yeah, player, honestly yeah. like like I, it's crazy. But speaking yeah. of uh cheap shots do you guys did you guys see that cheap shot by the bears player on the tony carenti the referee on monday night <laughs> i knew that was gonna disturb you since i wanted shot to say from that. the referee from Dude, the uh, oh bears guy. Guy. wait wait are you no, talking he, game was just he, rigged man he, he, he intentionally no no he yeah, intentionally he no marsh intentionally <laughs> ran into the referee casting and oh. he should have been suspended the rest of the season but but you know everything goes the bears way apparently you know no 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 man that <laughs> so i was that game that was game. just I was, I was watching that game with zuckery i was holding my son i was so excited like we got a sack he had no idea what was going on i was getting pumped and the next thing i knew there was a flag the next thing i knew it went from fourth down to first down and after that we just lost the game man I guys you, you know i'm you know i'm like an anti chicago you know this it's well known but man, even after that game, I was like, "Oh, that was bad." Like, I don't know, bro. They, I, they, I, I, I think no, we're no, getting they, convert, they, bro. They they legit <laughs> they legitimately got screwed over, like legitimately. Yeah. And I'm not one yeah. to blame fouls and referees and all that because it's part of the game; it happens. But it was like a pattern over. It was on purpose. And over was, and yeah. I'm not gonna say it's on purpose. I don't know. I don't know. There's no. Oh my god, anti Chicago conspiracy. It, but it it's was not like Chicago is a fantastic team or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's not that. But man, like, 
I get like, you know how sometimes when you play at home, like uh, the home team gets more calls, but it was like kind of blatantly obvious. Really like it was one-sided. totally one-sided. And it wasn't even just like, oh, us four people from who happened to be from Illinois caught that. It was literally on national media, yeah. uh, on every sports channel on Fox, NBC, ESPN. It was there. They talked about it in different outlets. And it's like, man, this was like something blatant. And then the NFL to come out saying, no, we agreed with that call. But to an extent, it Marsh is not blameless. Keep this in mind. They the players knew this year, and they've a lot of times this unjust bogus call has been uh, has has inflicted many teams with this unsportsmanlike conduct. So don't even put yourself at that risk. Is what I'm saying. That's what you guys. What I was trying to say on on Monday when that game was going on is like it's not just the referee's fault. Like ninety percent of it is, but you cannot put your no team chance. at risk, especially at that junction of a game, knowing that this is something that they are honing in on in particular. And it wasn't just out of the blue. They specifically gave memos to all the teams, GMs, coaches, players that this is what we're going to do. And just to not risk it. I mean, if they never got that call, honestly, the Bears would have won that game. They could have even won the game in spite of that call, they could have won the game even with everything going on in there. Yes, Ibrahim. So I raised my hand just to get a get a line in. That was a low IQ call, but I do want to hear Yusuf's thoughts on that call was a low like that was a low IQ play. But then on the same drive, you had Robert Quinn, and I forget yeah, who that number ninety nine is, but offside or like in the neutral two, zone. two times in a row two times yeah two, two times two, three it times blew my row. mind so yusuf tell me what are your thoughts <laughs> yeah man <clears throat> i mean you know what's crazy is so back in the day i used to vent using facebook statuses on like you know chicago <laughs> bears team. where are those yeah, i still kind of do that, do that are those. Uh, yeah but not as back much and, and i'll just say that you know how like Facebook now has like memories or whatever. Yes. <laughs> and so those yeah. posts will return and I'm seeing posts from 2014, 2015. And my sentiments for the Chicago bears is the same frustration, seven years, eight years. It doesn't matter. And so the lack of discipline that this organization has so shown time in and time out, is probably the most frustrating thing as a fan that you can watch. And Monday was just accumulation of all of that. You know, you have, you know, I didn't really blame Cassius Marsh, to be honest. You know, that guy was called up from the practice squad. He got a big sack in a big time moment, you know, so, and he didn't really do anything, to be honest. And I get Obeid's point of view where, you know, the league put everybody on stuff, but the thing that really annoyed me was, you know, Robert Quinn, who's like in his 11th year, I think, to have two, you know, offside penalties back to back is just, you cannot do that, man. Th- those are demoralizing plays. Um, so, yeah, the officiating was bad. And uh, I hated the chop block uh, flag yeah. that took away a touchdown. Yep. I think if it wasn't for that, the Bears would have won. But right. again, you know, like Ibrahim uh, said or Obeid said, the Bears had their opportunities to win despite that, but it, it honestly it came down to too much to overcome. You know, there's just so much that you can do. So with those with those penalties, though, I like I don't blame the players as much as I blame the coach because 
it's all about accountability. And I feel like these players don't get held accountable. And this is not the first time it happens every single game. I, I feel like we make the worst penalties and that's when your team is not prepared. And that's when your team is not in the right state of mind. And that's, I believe is the coach's job. And uh, if you guys remember last year and even this year, we had, we've had players get into fights, do dumb, like punch people. And, and, you know, with the organization, they don't, and that receiver, I believe was like a fifth or sixth backup receiver. And, you know, oh, about last other, year? yeah, last year on the, yeah, like, where he punched the guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah any yeah. other team would have, uh, what's it called? Waved that Let player, him, yeah, but yeah. the bears, you know, kept him around, even though he's not even starting or even on the bench. He's like the sixth or seventh receiver. So wait, he's not starting and he's not even on the bench. What is he like, doing? Like, I mean, like he's not even like the first <laughs> coming up. He's he's coming from the street. Uh no, like what I mean by he's like not the backup to the starters. Like he's probably like six or seven um on the depth chart for the receivers. But for me, it's it's the coach, man. I, I think I blame the coach for that. I, I I obviously the players have something to do with it, but if a coach is going to hold them accountable and the players are going to know that they're going to get called off for it, they won't be making that mistake. Um, and I, I, I have to blame Nagy and the organization and the management because they're the ones setting the structure and they're the ones setting the presidents. And if the players aren't following through, they need to, it, that mistake cannot happen again and again. Once is fine, but multiple times in a game, it, it's really unnecessary yeah. and really stupid. So I agree with you um, to a certain extent for sure like the lack of discipline is on Matt Nagy but when we talk about the Monday night game with Robert Quinn doing what he did that's like a hundred percent on him I feel like when you're a veteran player you just you, yeah. like you should it is it is no I'm not I, I agree with you it is on him but I'm you know saying I mean? I'm saying it, it happens more than once yeah. that's where I'm like because you're not like you know like if any other coach would pull you to the bench and be like hey what the hell are you doing or yell at you he did not do anything he's not I mean, even yelling on the from the yeah, sideline so but you can't no do that to Robert Quinn. Yeah, you it can do that to any. It would be Sean huh? Desai, the defensive coordinator, would yeah. have that because no, the a, coach. You're, when you're the head coach, you're, whoever it is, uh, anyone can do that. See, but here's the thing: it was on the same drive, and it's kind of difficult to do all that. If let's say in the, you know, on two That's separate true. drives that happened, then maybe you. But can it happened have, before guess, too. I think that wasn't just that drive. I think it happened previously in the game as well, once at least. Yeah. How many penalties do they have? Didn't they have like six? But I mean, honestly, penalties? don't look at this loss as a as like a I don't. Thing. I, I I'm okay with the loss to be honest. You know what I mean? Like it's, it was yeah. a, it was you guys saw a lot out of Justin. And yes. um it's he, like I said, and I've been Exciting. saying this before the draft, he is the best quarterback in the draft, and he is going to keep getting better pending. There is a half he, decent he team it. around him. I'm not even saying a good team, a half decent team, and he will do it for you because he has those qualities and he has those qualities in college, just like Deshaun Watson did. Let's just hope the other issues aren't there with him. But you know, you can get a lot and see a lot from somebody who's played in college. If and you know, you can see the writing but, on the wall with, with yeah. players like Zach his, Wilson. His team is as much as yeah. I crap on Zach Wilson. It's kind of like it was. It was. It was easy to spot how he's not going to be that successful. He didn't really have the best college career. He was only starter for like a year, and I see the same thing with Trey Lance. He was only starter for a year, and you could say the same thing for Mitch Trubisky in the past. It's just you have to have some remnants of a of a you know a resume. If you don't have that, you can't build off of that. Yeah. No, absolutely. I agree with that. Well, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, I don't understand the whole Zach Wilson 
like rise. He reminds me of Trubisky. You know I mean? like, yeah, yeah. That's what the Bears that, did. That legit no, reminded no, me of no, It was hype. It was all hype. I mean, yeah. everyone was talking about it. Nobody was they, Like that he can make second. throws like Patrick Mahomes yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. He's got a cannon for an arm. He does. Yeah. He's got, you know who had it? So does Jamarcus Russell. Oh, yeah. Dude, dude. Yeah, so he had a cannon of food. Didn't Jamarcus? Yeah. Like 70 yards or something. On his knees, That's insane. But that's not what yeah. football is. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's not that. And that's and that's what you're seeing, you know, as much as we all tend to praise him, Patrick Mahomes struggling because it's not all about athleticism. He is, whether it be offensive issues, no whether coming. it's offensive issues or coaching issues, or maybe just he's stuck in a mental groove. Yeah. You know, for, for all we were saying, you know, the, these Lamar Jackson type quarterbacks that get figured out, it ended up being Patrick Mahomes Patrick that Mahomes. got kind of got figured out because Lamar Jackson's still balling out. And I mean, props to L because he's gotten better every single year and he gets criticized more than most of these quarterbacks do, you know, uh, and he's yeah. consistently getting better with a really, really injured offense and he's doing really well. They have the number two seed right now as, as of today in the AFC, you know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah. who would have thought that? Right. Right. I, I gotta true. give him respect. I, I, the stuff he's doing right now, I, I think they're on the like the seventh running back. Like, yeah, they got no yeah. receivers. <laughs> Yo, he needs to get paid. <laughs> he needs to get paid. He's, you can have Lamar to. Jackson and us, and you gonna, can win a game. Honestly, <laughs> here, here, here's how I see it: if the the Ravens are likely going to pay him this year, and he's going to get more money than Dak, but less than Patrick Mahomes. That's kind of basically what it's going to be. Yeah, and so. That's gonna cripple the team for the for years to come. So it's kind of like this is their last year to win a championship, by the way. And I don't and and this is Mahomes' career is basically what's ha- gonna happen to him. It, it's very parallel to Aaron Rodgers. You win on his rookie contract, and then you get paid, and then you never win again. And that's probably what's gonna happen to Mahomes as well. He's probably not get, gonna sniff another but, championship in a while. Do what I don't get is Tom Brady gave everyone the formula: just take less money. You know what I mean? It's all about it's, yeah. It's, it's, but it's, it's easy to say it, that too. It's easy to say that. It's it, it's easy yeah, to, it's say, easy to that. say. Oh that. yeah. If it's I was just, in their position, I'm like, give me all the money. I know. No, that's <laughs> exactly that's human nature. Time, to be honest, yeah. at the same time, Tom Brady's also in a unique unique position because he was before this was before he like he was already three Super Bowls in. By the way, before yeah. he even got like a big contract and then yada yada yada, and then he ended up marrying a supermodel who happens to be double his net worth, which doesn't help or doesn't hurt his chances of taking less money. And he's not taking considerably less money, but he's taking, you know, he doesn't want to be the highest paid. Yeah, exactly. Because he knows if I allocate the money in other places that it's, and it's not going to affect him financially because technically he's not the breadwinner in the family. His wife is, you know what I mean? And so it's just like, that makes it a lot easier to decide that amongst other people that don't have that a lot of people coming from poverty, a lot of these players coming from lower lower economical backgrounds where they're like, I want to make sure not only myself, but my kids and my grandkids and their kids and their kids and their kids are set for life. So it's a different perspective, you know? And some mm-hmm. and some prefer winning over the money, right? I, I think that's where Brady comes in. He he prefers to win. He'll sacrifice money for that and bring in players others but it's, you know. but it's not to say that other people don't like winning. I no, mean, they do winning, but if you know, like I mean if you're if you're you know if you're one of the top teams and you're a receiver and you're getting five million dollars more at a you know with one of the worst teams you they'll end up going where the money is more than the team that 
is on the verge of uh, winning a Super Bowl. If I was a professional athlete, I wouldn't. I I don't know what I would do. Number one, uh, because I am nowhere <laughs> near that. But number two, I would like to probably. I wouldn't. I would. I think I. It, for me, at least, I would like to stay where I started my career and try to win a championship. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's it's hard to say that like it's you know, hard. let's yeah. say it is. let's say yeah. if, let's say if, if I'm in like freaking Memphis, which no disrespect to Memphis, fantastic city, but it's a small market. You know what I mean? Like I'm only gonna have so many opportunities yeah. and and whatnot for myself and my family there. And we're losing our and, views uh, viewers from Memphis right now. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, they got Memphis. Ja, man. They got Ja. Yeah. They got twelve. They got, they got twelve. Ja is a beast, bro. Ja shout out so Memphis, good. Tennessee. And shout out Danielle for being correct on Ja yes. and you said you wrong on Zion. What's going on? What's going on with Zion? Hey, we were we were gonna we were gonna reconvene after their careers are over. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay, let's oh, it's so really convenient. It's uh, that, we're right gonna catch now. on an episode two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> my grandson will be talking. Yeah. Saying, my grandfather was right about Zion. <laughs> 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 yeah, and then at that time, Tom Brady's gonna win his thirtieth championship. <laughs> hey, you and I'm, I'm still gonna uh, be Mom like, I'd has, rather uh, take points than Demar today, yeah. bro. I know. I'm just trying to. <laughs> I, know, you, okay? I know. I know. I know. I know you are, and I'm. I'm. I'm gonna show self restraint. <laughs> Something that Joker needs to, needed to learn in that situation. Wait, where do you guys think uh, OBJ is going? Didn't they it doesn't matter. Packers? He's not going to do. I'm sorry to say, he's really? not going to do much wherever he goes. I think he's, he's going to have good. a good. I'm not saying not he's going to be like top five, but I think he'll see, be. He'll make an impact. See, here's the thing: the, the difference between basketball and football is that you cannot make midseason acquisitions it's, and I have, agree. have a significant I, impact. It's so different than basketball. You can throw a basketball guy out there and he'll play defense and offense, but to learn an entire playbook to gel with the entire team is so much different. Brown That's didn't where, do bad last year. I mean, he wasn't. I'm not saying he was top, but he, he is, wait, Antonio Brown. But he yeah. also played with he Tom Brady. Played with Brady. Yeah, he he for like the, what, like one game. Before he yeah, came, but to- that was that was all Brady needed. Yeah. Okay. See, <laughs> honestly, honestly, because because the entire offense. So in you're Tampa saying so was the offense that he Brady will have had. no impact on if he goes to a playoff team right now. Yes. Is that what I'm not? Okay. I, no, well, I disagree. Wait, 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 wait. I disagree. What's with your that. definition of impact? I don't think he's gonna light up the league, but I think like if you're saying he has one catch a game. What I'm saying, if he goes, I think he'll get like two or three catches. Look, you get three catches a game. A game. Did oh my you know, God! Look, are you, if, if you you Daniel, if you go to the Packers, you're not going to pass it to Devonte. You will. He'll be your secondary, but okay, secondary, so you still get like seven, eight pass. So you're gonna get. You're gonna get seven. Maybe let's say you get six targets a game. His first week, it's gonna be trying to figure out timing, right? And and Aaron Rodgers is all about timing, right? As That's, much as it'll he, take the first couple of it's weeks, gonna not take the first week. It'll take. And so when you average it out. Over yeah. the the course of the whatever, you don't have that many games left. Let's say I know, games, but you're not. I'm not. I don't care about his play, his uh, stats for the year. I'm saying the impact he's gonna have uh, in the playoffs and uh, look, forward and I'm, help him win. That's uh, what matters. It doesn't matter how many yards he has in the. The season. only thing Aaron Rodgers. Bro, so you're telling me if he catches one or he catches three, catches you know what passes, I mean? Come on, <laughs> this is literally what I was saying. He might not make a statistical impact that's yeah. huge, but I think he could pick up some key third downs. I think him and, and and against like a secondary that's depleted, he'll he'll feast on a on a third string a cornerback like one on one matchups. He'll get it. But if you're if you're the the let's say, let's say the the biggest three markets that he, he's looking at, 
I, I think it was mentioned the Packers, the Chiefs, and the Bucks. If you're the Bucks, Bucks you, got the Bucks bunch, <laughs> you got a bunch of you got a bunch of receivers. If he gets two targets a game, yeah, Bucks. I, I don't think he's gonna but, have any impact on with, the Bucks. With the Bucks, though, it seems like uh, it's a different receiver that really. It is. Like, it is. It is every I mean? game. So, every game. Yeah. So, it's because Tom Brady has, goes after matchups. That's it. But like, let yeah. me finish. So on the yeah, Bucks, how many how many passes are you gonna get a game? On the Packers, he'll get a couple more, but it's not gonna be more than five targets a game. On the Chiefs, uh, he's going to be – he'll, he'll get whatever's left over from Tyreek Hill and Kelsey. There's there's not enough plays in a game I think for him he'll to get, get 10 I targets. think he'll get 8 to 10 targets yeah. if he goes on the Packers after I, three weeks. I, I, I think Ibrahim was mentioning about timing with Rodgers. I think the only time he needs to worry about is setting up an appointment to get his vaccination <laughs> and not lying about what he's been doing. Oh, and God. I don't, and I think OBJ is so the type – from everyone. I think OBJ is the type to want to go to a bigger market. Yes. I don't know. I thought I thought he would go to the Raiders. That was my, under, that was my guess, yeah. and I thought he would go there, but – I don't know. I just don't think he has that impact because he has so many injuries that I think over time it's it's just. Eh. If he was I think, smart, no, no, no. he would Wait. go to the Rams. I don't want to see him in Green Bay because I don't like Aaron Rodgers anymore. So, who likes Aaron Rodgers? And 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 this is an anti-Chicago fan talking. So <laughs> you guys know if I don't like someone, it's legitimate. But um, <laughs> I, I saw I saw I saw the interview with Pat McAfee. I he was basically just trying to. Um, it was basically a bandaid. He was trying to put a bandaid on a situation which needed, you know, extensive surgery, and it's just not going to work out. Um, he lost the trust of, I think, a lot of people in the world of the NFL. A lot of the analysts. Yeah. Like, he went from being like a very loved, uh, you know, athlete. I don't know. He's had his drama in the past, but he was very loved amongst. Oh. He's a bad man, A-Rod. He's good and this and this and that. Best quarterback talent ever, which he probably still is. But, he, man, he lost a lot of respect. And who who even knows how much respect he's lost within his own locker room? Yeah. Be- you know, one thing I found interesting about that, the last – let's say the last year, um, him and Kyrie have been on – Yeah. You know, they, a lot of drama has been around them. Right. We know what's going on with Kyrie. We, we know what, you know, Aaron Rodgers tried to do in the offseason. But, but actually what Aaron Rodgers did made me gain so much more respect for, for Kyrie. Yes. Because, you know, <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers, the, the rules for the NFL are different. Like from, from what I've heard, like, they're, they're, like no one's losing money. I, I know from an NBA perspective, Wiggins was going to lose some money, so he got vaccinated, stuff like that. So I, I know the, I don't know if the rules are different or, or the structure is different, but I, I just know the situation is different. Kyrie owned it. He's like, I'm not getting vaccinated. I don't care if I lose $17 million. Versus, you know, A-Rod, he could have just said, I'm not vaccinated, and it would have never impacted him. And so it to me, I, you know, it's hard to say, you know, one decision is going to make me lose the respect of, of somebody, uh, especially now, man, it, it, with COVID, you know, there's just a lot of weird things going on. And, 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 you know, people are just, I don't know, people are saying some weird stuff out there. Uh, but as, as a person that is true to his word, I, I gained so much more respect for Kyrie. I hope he I hope he breaks his word and gets the vaccine, <laughs> but I gained so much more respect. For him. Yusuf, I know that you were very, critical of Kyrie Irving 
you know, in this past few months that, and obviously we, we even knew on the podcast and our group chats and they were quite critical of Kyrie and just not a fan of him in general, be it from a basketball perspective or just his attitude, you know, um, does that, does that change a little bit or still pretty consistent with what you viewed from uh, the last few months? Um, I, I, I would say it's still pretty consistent to be honest. I mean, like I, I see where Ibrahim's coming from with the, consistency of at least Kyrie was honest in his viewpoint and I'm I'm of the opinion you know hey look that's his opinion that's you know he's paying for the consequences and everything like that but at the same time it's the same kind of story every time with Kyrie Irving controversy will always follow him drama always follows him you know and he's put the nets in like a weird situation you you sign a contract with the Brooklyn Nets, that's your employer. That's who's going to be paying you. And I understand he's not getting paid for the games he's missed. But at the same time, you, you have a certain level of responsibility to that organization and to your teammates who you told to come to the Nets, you know? Um, so Kyrie, man, I, I still think he's kind of a weird guy still. You know, he, he does some weird stuff. But uh, what Aaron Rodgers did uh, like the deceitfulness and stuff that's kind of where uh it dwarfs anything that Kyrie has done to be honest and Kyrie's is not just the vaccine it's been like that before yeah like well. the flat like, earth and yeah all that. Not, and then like, like he's always been playing the bubble yeah exactly and uh what's it called he's always taking time off and they yeah. were talking about it even if it wasn't the vaccine there would have been some way where exactly. Kyrie exactly. would have taken time yep. off so I get that, but I, I think obviously uh, Rogers is worse because you know he lied and he tried to deceive people. Um, so uh, I mean, I have respect for Kyrie for being honest at least, but that doesn't mean I agree with the way he's handled it. But um, I mean, if if Rogers just flat out said because one of his things that he was honing in on is that he there was a specific um, ingredient. Yeah, and the mRNA whatnot. vaccine, and and, and <laughs> in both um, the Pfizer and Moderna um, variants of the um, vaccine, that yeah. he was allergic to it, and if he just said that from the get go, yeah. maybe it probably wouldn't have been a big deal, to be honest. But he yeah. specifically, like, he knew he's and Russ is a very smart, smart individual. Like, he specifically used the word immunized. He didn't say vaccinated. He's like, I'm immunized, and obviously, to the average folk, that means you're vaccinated, but you know, he wasn't and whatever other medication he was taking aside from the fact, you know, what have you. But I mean, I think if he was just honest, I, I don't think it wouldn't, if you like at the press conference in you know, August or whenever this was in May, if he had just said, Hey, listen, um, I'm not vaccinated because I'm allergic to some of these ingredients, but I am taking other measures to prevent that. Uh, then maybe every, I, I can assure you, yeah, not everybody, but it would have been a totally different scenario than what it's kind of the can of worms that that he's that he's open right oh, now. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's also funny that you know these guys, these uh, sport athletes, are not taking the vac the vaccine or getting it, but when they're injured or they're getting hurt, and the doctor tells them the sports the athlete uh, the athletic doctor that they have tells them to you know go ahead and take the shot so that you can kind of recover and get back into the game, they without hesitance take that injection, right? But when it comes to this, they're kind of being, um, you know, trying to take precaution and saying science and saying they're unsure of what's going to do to their body. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
I got I got to disagree. I, I know but you don't were peddling, they don't. Like, I, I know you were peddling the the vaccine I, hard, but I, I you you. No, so what I, I mean is, what's the difference? My question is, oh, no, what's no, the difference? I, 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 I see your point, Daniel. Yeah, so let, let me chime in for the for the anti-vaxxers out there. I got the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> are you are so you secretly? Let me chime in for the anti-vaxxers out there. I'm um, just saying what's, yeah, okay, go ahead. I, I do understand the concern. I do understand yeah. the concern because from, from a scientific perspective, from, from a long-term health implication perspective, we, we don't really know the side effects. We don't really know the impact. Um, and, and that's fine. We can mitigate risk, right? Based on historic knowledge, based on historic things, we can say, okay, mRNA vaccines have this kind of reaction. And therefore, you know, we can justify that there's not going to be something substantial down the, down the line, but I got the vaccine and put me in the hospital, right? I, I, there, there are an edge case, right? There are people that have negative reactions to it. Now, those are one in like, 20 million, right? The, 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 the percentage of that happening is like, you know, so insignificant that everyone should get a vaccine because the probability of death is so much higher without the vaccine than with the vaccine, right? I understand those statistics. I understand that information, the, but I do understand the pause. But the reason why it's so widespread is it has been politicized. So it's not just about the science, right? Yeah. I can understand it from a science perspective, but the, 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 the individuals that are negatively impacted is so low that as, as a population, we're like, even if, you know, a, 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 it's not even a percentage, it's like a percent of a percent of a percent um, have negative reactions. There's still negative reactions, right? You can't deny that there's not, but the, the good so like so greatly out, outweighs the bad. And for, for more people, it, it is, it, it is the right choice for so many more people but it's because they've made it a political argument, right? That, that's the, that's the issue. Um, and, and so I, that's the thing, right? And, and so like their counter arguments and I've had conversations with people, well, they're like, oh, well, you know, I, I, I know what a pain medication, I know what Tylenol does, right? If I get an injection of a, a pain, whatever, um, I know what that is, but a vaccine that they made in a lab in less than a year, I can understand the apprehension, especially with all the misinformation out there. I mean, that's my so, 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 so I want to, as the non-medical person <laughs> <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> no. So, so here's, well, welcome to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's my two cents on it. Right. And I think I agree with Ibrahim in what he said about the vaccine being politicized. And I think that's where everything went wrong. That's um, the distrust in the government. A the lot of distrust people in the yeah. government. And this is how I see it happening, right? Donald Trump was president and he was expediting and trying to get this vaccine out. And there was so much nonsense from the left saying, oh, it's coming out too fast. If Donald Trump tells me to get the vaccine, I'm not going to get the vaccine. I don't trust the vaccine. This is Joe Biden saying it. This is Kamala Harris saying it. This is the Democrats saying it. And you can look back. I mean, watch the YouTube videos. Kamala Harris during a debate was like, well, if Donald Trump tells me to get the vaccine, I don't know if I'm going to get the vaccine. The vaccines that were rolled out under uh, under Joe Biden are the same vaccines that were being overwatched by Donald Trump, right? And so now what you had was a bunch of left-leaning people distrust the vaccine when Donald Trump is telling you to get the vaccine. And then when Joe Biden becomes the president, right, now it's Donald Trump's people and the right 
having mistrust. And unfortunately, science and researchers who don't have an affiliation for either the left or the right, right? These are researchers who are trying to figure out how to combat this virus, this pandemic that's completely new to this entire world that got sucked in and pulled in to the ugly world of politics. And we find the situation that we find ourselves in today because of all the misinformation. I honestly, honestly believe, okay, I think about half of America is fully vaccinated, about, right? Give or take. About 70% of eligible. 70%, sure. Of eligible. Of el- of, like, okay. kids, kids aren't eligible under the age of 12. And I would be that. willing to bet that more liberals are vaccinated than conservatives. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, that's fair to say. And I would be willing to bet that if Donald Trump was president, we would still have similar numbers. But it would be more conservatives that were vaccinated and the more less, I mean, more liberals that were unvaccinated solely because who was in charge and who was telling you to get the vaccine. Nobody is looking at where this vaccine is coming from or how it was made and everything like that. It's literally gathering information from a biased source and you're doing literally what they're telling you to do. I, I think I think that's the the perfect way to sum it up. <clears throat> you know, I, I agree with Yusuf hundred percent in that sense that it it all comes down to to the distrust uh, from the government, rightfully so, because of things that have happened in the past. So people have that the sour taste in their mouth, and they just don't feel that it's right. And at the end of the day, it's the people that do get um, pushed pushed aside are those researchers and scientists that put in hours, 24 hours a day, you know, years of research and this, this, you know, head and, you know, the knee deep in research and just trying to figure out how can I do this to better my community and, and the world. And they kind of just get slapped in the face because of all the other, you know, mumbo jumbo and, and hoopla going all around the U S because of the politics. And it's not even just honestly limited to the U S you see this all around the world. Like oh, yeah. you see this in Germany, you see this in the UK that there's certain, and I wouldn't say right and left. It's more of, I say conservative and liberal. Uh, it's more often liberals are saying, get it conservative are saying not get it, but it also comes down to who is kind of giving, uh, giving you the sources. And so, you know, like you said, Yusuf, if let's say Trump was president now, you would have people on the left finding all these mm-hmm. side effects Yep. saying, yep. I don't want to get this because of X, Y, and Z. And now, but right now it's the other way around and those people are vilified. Yeah, it, it, it is what it is. And, and whether you like to think that's true or not, that's literally what's happening. That's facts. Um, what, one other thing though, that does come into being more of an American thing is medical autonomy. People mm-hmm. like that. People yep. love that. They, you know, having this freedom thing in America is a huge deal. And that's part of the reasons why I love being in, in America is because of that fact. But also that kind of has its negatives as well is that I want to be medically autonomous. But some BS people spew that, oh, I don't want to get a vaccine because of X, Y, and Z. But God forbid something happens in the hospital, they go to the hospital, they're getting all these medications pumped in them. God knows what's going on. Do you know everything going on with those medications? People exactly. are literally depensing and then going into detail about every single thing about this vaccine. But God knows what. They go out and eat McDonald's every day. They have Coca-Cola yeah. every day. They have this yeah. every day. But that, right. doesn't, that doesn't bother them, which that, that doesn't make any sense to me. So yeah. a lot of times yeah. it is the politi- you know, politics play a game in it, but at the same time, 
people just like to like to make their own decisions, man. Yeah. That's what it is at the end of the day. Can I can I ask your thoughts on something? And I'm curious about your thoughts on this, Obed. Uh, do you think so? With the Pfizer vaccine, it was actually created by a company called BioNTech, and the the founder, like the the husband and wife duo that created the the Pfizer vaccine, right? They partnered with Pfizer to distribute it. Are I believe they're Turkish, so they're Muslim. Do you feel like the numbers would have been different if people advertise it as the Muslim vaccine? Um, think about like, it. Interesting question. Yeah. Out of all the no. vaccines, okay, it's the okay. I, one. I, I would say, I would say, to a certain group of people, yes, it would. But generally speaking, I don't think yeah. it would have made too much of a difference. You know what I mean? I think they're they're you're gonna have those cuckoos from both sides saying. I don't want to be. I don't. I don't want this vaccine Associated. to turn me turn me into Muslim. Like they're gonna <laughs> apparently turn me into Muslim. I don't want that. But at the same time, it's like for the most level headed people, they're not going to really give it a. I didn't even yeah. know this, by the way. And would it have made a difference for me? Absolutely not. And I think I can speak on majority of the people getting this vaccine. You know what I mean? I think it would have maybe it would have made a difference in Muslim countries. Because I know that a lot of people in our countries from the Muslim world are not vaccinated and they don't want to get vaccinated. And again, it comes down to a big part of it is politics, but also religion plays a role in in that as well. Mm -hmm. I think more culture. Yeah, more culture than religion. But but that comes back to, I mean, I guess, but at the same time, it's like, uh, you know, as Islamically, a, you're supposed, I mean, like, you yeah, should, you're, there's you know? no like ifs, ends, or but about like it's yeah. not like, oh, there's any you know, oh, questioning legality of it from an Islamic standpoint, no, but right, right. from I guess I'd say from politics, but also just like you said, culture, I, I think it could be that yeah. too. But I don't know, maybe they just don't believe in that stuff there, who knows. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, that's honestly the, the hurdle that we have to get, go through in our uh. Bless the people of our country, man. The the, just like, like you know. I have, oh no, I, have, I, I I I I take my yeah. I have high blood pressure, but I I take that medication as needed. You know, it's like you can't really do that. You know, like how do you know whether your blood pressure? Is- <laughs> I I know people from back home. They're like, I don't want to get the vaccine because uh, it, it's it's uh they're gonna the the government put something in there to track me or not yeah, just track yeah. me or like it, it's gonna it, oh they want to um oh, what what's that term for not having kids uh, make me infertile oh, yeah, fertile? yeah yeah yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah it's gonna it's gonna do that for me i'm like dude you're you're a villager in pakistan like you guys have the unlimited fertility number one <laughs> Like y'all be popping kids out left and right yeah. and other directions that don't even exist. So I don't even. <laughs> you know, it's it's really hard for me. And you know, I I like to think outside the box. You guys know this and stuff. But for me, it's really really hard to follow any like conspiracy spirit uh, conspiracy theory um, ideology concerning COVID because, dude, ultimately it hit every country. Yeah. Every race every region rich or poor it did not matter there's politicians who died you know what i mean so like it's it's i don't know it, it, to me it doesn't make sense you know and like obeyed said too you know there's researchers and scientists that have dedicated their lives for this cause and you know instead of celebrating them you know for being able to get it out as quickly as they did we're like 
vilifying them and distrusting them. Um, and it's like, who's going to stand here and say, like, they know more about these vaccines than like the researcher or the ones who actually. That, that's my favorite part is when like, I've done my research. What, yeah. what, have, what research have you done? <laughs> yeah. I know. Have you, oh, have listen, you done titrated stuff? No, you haven't. You don't know what <laughs> no. you're talking about. Yeah. Your research is what other people have said. Yeah. That's your research. Exactly. Yeah. Specifically Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Ivermectin, get the hell out of here. Yeah, dude. It, oh, man, yeah, it's so frustrating, dude. It's so frustrating. But, you know, you said, is I it guess, hard to, uh, when you see patients or, or some of your patients yeah. like hesitant, how do you approach that? Yeah, well, so, you know, I mean, that's a good question. So, so I will say, you know, I, and ultimately what we have is our experiences, right? Like what Ibrahim said, he can speak on his experience with the vaccine and how he got sick from it and everything like that. But at least, you know, Ibrahim has the intelligence, mashallah, and he knows that like, that's a, a rare incidence, right? Like that, that happens. Does he have the it's intelligence? Not- <laughs> I think you're giving me too <laughs> much credit. credit. Yeah. But, but from my experience, right? Like I get patient phone calls who have tested positive for COVID and they're asking like how they should, you know, go about battling this thing. And I promise you, dude, I'm not even going to say 99.9%. I'm going to say 100% of the people who have COVID who are unvaccinated are so much more sick than the people who tested positive for COVID who have COVID but got the vaccine. The ones who got the vaccine and have COVID, it's like a little bit of a mild flu, you know, sniffles here and there. The ones who are unvaccinated, they're like coughing on the phone. They're saying they're, you know, oxygen saturation is going below 90%. And I'm like, yo, that's like, you should probably go to the hospital. You know, he's like, yo, he's like, yo, bro. You're on the phone. You're like, come through. I'm like, like, yo, dude, you you need to, you need to go, bro. No, no. But like, um, to, to answer Daniel's question, the way I pose it to patients who are on the fence about getting the vaccine and everything like that is look, ultimately you have two options. You can get the vaccine Right. And okay, sure. We don't know the long term effects of this vaccine, but we know that it's in your system for a certain amount of time and then your immunity decreases. Right. That's why there's a booster. Right. That's why there's people who had the two doses of the vaccine uh, six to eight months ago and now are testing positive for COVID because your immunity goes down. That's why you need the booster versus you can risk getting COVID. You could be asymptomatic getting COVID. You could have mild symptoms having COVID, but then there's something called long COVID. We do not know the long-term effects of COVID itself. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So no, like, I, that's I agree. a gamble, that's right? That's a gamble mm-hmm. in itself. So I, I pose that to the patients and they're like, oh yeah, you know, uh, I didn't think about that like that before. And they contemplate and, you know, if they get the vaccine, they get the vaccine. My job is just to kind of tell them my experience and like, you yeah. know, educate them from a different point of view. That's uh, a good way to explain no, the patients, though, Yusuf. That's that's good. I, I can imagine Yusuf on the phone. The, doctor, the patient's like, Doc, I think I got COVID. Well, what do you think I should do? And Yusuf's like, just plan for your funeral, man. Like, what else? You don't got much else going on. He's like, make sure you watch. You follow us on Betchmaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before that, follow us. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually in my uh, treatments. Number one is listen to Benchmark. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, everyone just got a little sicker, right? No. Because, <laughs> yeah. because laughter is truly the best medicine. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, but, but 
So I, I don't know if I, I've told you guys this, but, you know, so I got COVID back in, I've just had a really bad experience with COVID overall. <laughs> I got COVID back in January. You okay, with I, Yeah, great, man. Uh, Bro, you got COVID right now? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so, but, but I got COVID back in January and I actually lost my sense of taste and smell for a while. Um, and then my sense of taste has come back pretty, pretty much. My sense of smell is not fully there. And so it's really interesting. Like, so for the listeners out there, I, I have a, I have a six, almost seven month old son. Mashallah. When he, Mashallah. when he has a, when he poops, he has a dirty diaper. I cannot smell it. Like I, it, it I mean it. I cannot, I, I literally cannot smell that. I can't smell like garbage. Uh, I can smell good things. Like I can smell flowers and candles, but it, it is the weirdest thing. And it's made me super paranoid. Because I'm like, if I smell like BO right now, <laughs> I don't know. And it's just like, when you think about it, like, so like, I, I, I make a habit of like brushing my teeth like four times a day now, because I don't know if my breath smells like it, it has really it's impacted me in a long term perspective, right? I had COVID, I was sick for maybe four or five days. But this is something I've been living with for, well, now that you think about it, almost a year, because I got in the beginning of January. And so you know, those listening, I know, I, I know I was talking to, for the anti-vaxxers a mu- minute ago, but <laughs> just get the vaccine, you know, hopefully it goes, it, you don't get any bad reactions, but it's just, you know, long-term, it just really mitigates your risk. I want, I want the people that are on the fence about vaccine, go do your research, but literally invest in a lab, find the resources, <laughs> titrate things, get a test tube, yeah. then come back to me and tell me yeah. what results you find. <laughs> then make your decision on that. That's what I'm going to say, at least. You lost me at titration. Uh, yeah, I always honestly, cheated at that part in Ken Lab. Yeah, Yusuf <laughs> still doesn't know how to titrate. Dude, dude, yeah. <laughs> me and Shake, man, we got called out by it. So bad. Some, somewhere where he but, is super angry at you two still. Dude, yeah. I remember it was like the end of the semester, and he came, walked by us, and he's like, what are you guys doing? And we, me and Shake were like, uh titrating and he's like is that what you guys have thought titrating was this entire <laughs> how'd you get into medical school bro <laughs> no, no 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 you should who who said that to you dr schultz oh yeah no. you should go you should go down and be like dr schultz i'm a doctor he's like you're a doctor <laughs> he's like i'm not getting the vaccine no more <laughs> <laughs> dude i hated what? chemistry man Yo, but you, you were the best bio lab TA in our section. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yo, Yusef, let's <laughs> yeah. that was awesome, bro. Oh, dude, good times, man. Good times. That was a good time. You work out? <laughs> you work out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Dude, man. Undergrad was so fun, dude. I, I look back at that and that that was like the golden era, I feel like. Uh, yeah, junior and senior year, those were fun. Music class, but nutrition. Also nutrition music. I, I want to do a 180 on this right now. Why is if you guys noticed? You, you guys know about that uh, Henry Ruck story where he was a D, got a DUI. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sad, man. Man, so why sad. is that not talked about? And everybody's, you know, basically yeah. going crazy over COVID with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Why is that? Yeah. Why is that not more important? I he's not as big of yeah. a so, name. I, I think it's a it's a couple things. And and sorry to cut you off, Danny, but. The first okay. thing is the the Raiders cut him like immediately. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's no longer on payroll. He's no longer in the NFL technically. 
Um, and then on top of that, there was no recording of it that's been public, as far as I know. Like, I, I didn't see any security cam. But with Aaron Rodgers, there is an interview. There is a recording. There is something that people can watch and then say, oh, he lied about it. But, Versus, but, I'm, saying, but, but I'm saying how they made such a big deal and, you know, with all these precautions and whatnot. You know how the NFL was huge on um, kind of all these things that every month is something different. You know, it's uh, this awareness month, breast cancer awareness, which was right, right. Feel so they have their own places and, and they're very correct in how they approach that uh, with their marketing. But how do you not instantly have something about drunk driving DUIs? Cause that's Dude. not just, that's a consistent issue in the NFL. hundred percent. And not just that it's a consistent issue in most sporting things. And they don't have anything related to that in any i think of any sport they don't have anything that's related to oh uh please don't drink and drive and you can have superstar athletes come out and say hey don't do this it's not worth it we have all these services but it's never that it's everything is like oh covid this COVID that which i get it it has its place but man this has happened far too like i remember the dante starworth incident oh like, yeah. yeah he got 30 and days he, dude he 30 came days. back and played exactly like i and i don't i don't understand that like like we're vilifying rogers rightfully so but at the same time it's like i think the nfl as a whole should step up and do something about this this program because it's like it's happening far too often and all these players it's affecting their lives but more importantly people are losing their lives that have no that are young and had no incidents in, in causing yeah. this. So it doesn't make any sense to me how they don't have any sort of a program or something or, or your advertisement or NFL related with, you have all these NFL commercials, come on. Every other commercial is USAA NFL state farm with has an NFL athlete. This has an NFL athlete, but nothing about this. Come on, man. So my, my two cents are, or well, my, my thing is just follow the money. Um, you, when you watch the game, how, how many commercials are, are out there that are, are, are promoting things like that? And the, the thing that, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think you can, you can, you know, have a, have a thing like that. And especially in, in America, um, because it is, it is something that like people get a beer and watch, watch the game, right? It, it is such a thing about culture, right? Uh, it's it's like iconic in our culture to to have that expectation as a society overall. Like going to to different restaurants and watching the game, right? That that is what it is. And you follow the money, so you're you're gonna lose advertising uh, advertisement dollars there. I think the thing that breaks my heart the most is like I get what you're saying, right? There should be awareness. There should be stuff like that. I agree 100. percent I I just don't think you're, they're gonna be willing to give up those sponsors, right? I really don't. I think the real thing that we should really talk about is as far as I know, every football team that I'm aware of has some kind of driving service. And they do. Yeah. That, that to me, that breaks my heart. Like, look, you can, you can drink, you can do whatever, right. If, if, if it's, you know, permitted for you and you know, that's your choice. Fine. But when you have resources, like I think back to like Adam Pacman Jones, like way back in the day when he was on the Cowboys, uh, Jerry Jones literally hired him a team of four bodyguards to keep him out of trouble and just like follow him around. And every team has this thing where you can call a service, get a car, right? You, you don't need to be driving. And I'm sure that service will take your car with you to your house. So you don't have to go get your car later. If you have resources like that available and people are still dying, that's a problem. Yeah. That I think no. that's no, no, here, but, here's but, the thing. Here's the thing. 
real quick, and and I think Obey is a hundred percent right on what he said. That you know, dude, the CDC considers drunk driving an epidemic. Okay, so that's number one. Alcohol is a drug, right? But it's a celebrated drug in our culture, unfortunately, and throughout the world, to be honest. And it's been like that for a very long time. Um, so uh, the situation is the money is where, like what Ibrahim said, right? Money talks. And so whenever you're watching a football game, majority of the commercials are beer commercials and everything like that. And it's people are not willing to admit how bad alcohol is for society, right? And, you know, even if it's allowed for you, you should still abstain. It's it could, because it can cause DUIs, it can cause domestic abuse, it can cause domestic violence, it causes deaths, people are impaired, you know. So if, if the NFL is going to talk about, you know, COVID, they're going to talk about breast cancer awareness and all of that, then, you know, you have to be consistent in what you do. And I, I agree with Obey the hundred percent. I think there's got to be some type of alcohol awareness or something like that. Do you no, know what's I, crazy? I, I, sorry, sorry. One last thing. Do you know what's crazy? We're coming up on the 100 year anniversary to when they actually outlaw outlawed alcohol in this country for like two years. I think it was a two year period. I think it was from 2022 to 2024, uh, 1920, 22 to 1924. <laughs> it was like future. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, but they, they outlawed it for, for two years. And the reason why they, they removed that amendment was because they lost so much money in revenue. And, and that's what happens that, that you, when you prioritize money, you, you prioritize things like this. And I'm sorry for cutting you off a bit, but like, that's the thing, right? We're no, coming no, no. on a I, century. I, I of, agree. But, yeah. but at the, but at the same time, it's like, you don't have to lose sponsors for that. All you have to, you're not saying don't drink. You're just saying don't drink and drive. I think that those are totally two separate scenarios. You know, it's, yeah. it, it, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I I don't I don't I see that logic. I see your point and I get it. But at the same time, it's like those are two very different things that you're actually you're not attacking alcohol itself. You're just attacking do this, but be safe with it. And then you should be careful and use these as examples because you're like, you know, and then they could they could bring out innocent people and then you're going to affect families. You're going to affect your careers. You're going to affect all that. And I think they're two separate issues. I don't think if that's something that they would approach that they would lose sponsors, you know, but perhaps they've looked into it and maybe they do see it that way. So who knows? Well, I feel, I feel like record. we should attack alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> for for the record, I was saying what I think the NFL's thinking, right? I put myself no, I, in their shoes. I, I I'm see not, your point. I'm not propagating. Yeah. <laughs> My mom's gonna listen to this podcast. Be like, we need to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I see your point. I mean, I, I just I see it the other way that I just don't think how, but I mean. The NFL has people working for them that are considerably smarter than all of us, and they probably have views that are similar to Ibrahim's at this point, where they've done their research and they know kind of what's kind of going on with that, you know. So it's all about the money, unfortunately. That that's what it comes down to. When always about the money. All it takes is one commercial to maybe potentially save someone's life. Who knows? Again, thank you for listening. Again, we today's podcast didn't particularly have anything set in stone. We kind of just talked about a lot of things and, and um, we're not going to limit it to certain things because we want our, what we talk about to be to test the period of time. And that's how we are going to approach the next, the next phase of our podcast 
uh, goals, you know? And so we're open to suggestions and want to see what you, at the end of the day, we do this because we want you guys to listen to us for idiots and whatever you guys want us to talk about, we will do that. And Ibrahim corrected me. It's ten, stand the test of time, not test time. I don't know how to speak. <laughs> I'm partially sick. It's not COVID everyone. So it's cool. Um, but again, we appreciate everyone listening into us and, um, we hope to catch you soon. And it's going to be a new and different topic every single time you guys hear from us. And let us know. Give us your feedback because that's what it's all about.